Yeah, you want to you want to feel something weird? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not something anyone should answer definitively. <laughs> I think that is correct. I think you answered that. As a matter of fact, you answered that the most right I've ever seen. <laughs> that question. I think people are way too enthusiastic to feel something weird. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, push your push right here. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you got like. It feels like you splice yourself with some sort of rhino DNA. Is that <laughs> some sort of rhinoceros horn? <laughs> yes, it's ivory. I have ivory in my arm. No, it was uh, I was when I was I was hit by a car, and I put my hand out like that. So when my bone broke, it like it like oh. exploded, shattered. Then they had to push what was left together. But when they pushed it together, it went back. So. Part of my bone is sticking up and out. You have like a Harry Potter scar bone. Like it's like a <laughs> lightning bolt bone. I, so I used to tell people a version of that when I was in elementary school. I oh, this was young. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was hit, I was hit uh, the summer before fourth grade. Damn, so you always thought you could take a car. I figured that was like oh, an no, adult. No, I, like, I learned like pre, very early. I could not. <laughs> pre-puberty, you were like, got this. <laughs> no, so yeah, that was, that was exactly what happened. Well, not exactly what happened. I didn't like, I think I could take this car. Like went out into the street and tried to take a car. But, you know, I lived in a neighborhood where people got hit by cars all the time. And I would always, I would develop in my head that like, dude, if, if a car came at me, I would just jump over it. <laughs> It, that's like me in the convenience store. Like, if we got robbed right now, you're like, if a Buick rolled down this lane, <laughs> yes, <laughs> backflip. I for well, no, it was it was I was using the momentum of the car coming at me, and uh, I only needed to get high enough that the car could pass under. Damn, dude. And I was I was a I was a pretty athletic kid, so there were, there were a lot of things that allowed me to believe that I could do this. And in the first opportunity to jump over a car, I was hit. <laughs> that's so like i wish my mind was that free at that age i was still like what if a bully comes like like i was like waiting for a tv bully <laughs> to show him. up yeah. yeah i would jump over him too <laughs> especially because like, like at that point you think you're in like season three of your life and you're like there's like a new character going to be introduced to any episode now <laughs> or maybe that's my autism do you guys have tv brain like do you yeah, see, do you have seasons of your life? <laughs> the the third season I, I got a stepmom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we character. We character. Yeah. I just jumped over. <laughs> jump, jump right over. She can handle it. Jumping over stepmom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I right, ready to start the show. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Jumped over a stepmom or two. We good? <laughs> All right. Let's get into this. We're doing it again. We're here. Yeah, this is. I think this might be the world record for most consecutive episodes of Chakra Poppers. For sure. It has to be. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Nobody has ever done more episodes than us right now. No. Yeah, we should get in the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. sending them addendums every week? I think so. Yeah. We did it again. Yeah. We just raised the bar. We should be on America's again. Got Send Tell. a new trophy. <laughs> <laughs> So we're back. The Chakra Poppers are back once again, mm -hmm. setting records. Uh, I am Sydney. I am sitting next to the world champion, Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than the Rusty Wright. What is up? What's up, y'all? How like, do you feel being here on this record-breaking episode? I feel loose. I, I feel like I know what Aura is as soon as I walked in here. Nice. Yeah. Please tell us. <laughs> 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 we don't know much. I... I don't know. I just want, like, I've never in my life told someone that I liked the colors on their set. And I was like, yeah, no, this is probably what balance is. Yeah. Yeah. 
I liked it. I appreciated it. Mm -hmm. It made me feel like an interior decorator a little bit. Yeah. You know, you like that feel like I almost felt fierce. I don't know why I feel that way that like any time, any, any person that like puts things in a place to make them look good has to be gay. Right. Well, it's, it's, I, I think that you just imagine that if someone needs to like get pleasure in that many different areas, it's not that the prototypical like hetero brain, you know what I mean? Okay. I was, I thought it was more because like my mom as a personality type is for sure a gay man. Oh yeah. Would you <laughs> say that like a past life thing? <laughs> Would you say that my mom has a gay man mom personality? Gay man. Like a very effeminate gay man. Yes. Yes, I would. Right? <laughs> but I would never tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're ready to start the podcast. <laughs> so, Rusty, you know what we do on this podcast. You have an idea at least, right? Long time listener. First oh, time hell yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so, if you're listening for the first time or watching for the first time, the basic premise is to prove that even somebody like Rusty can reach enlightenment. <laughs> is that a better way to start saying it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to help him get there by popping open his chakras yeah. and seeing just what happens when his chakras what comes get out. And then we'll, we don't, he might not reach enlightenment, but we're still going to send him out of here. Yes. He can't stay here. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Uh, really excited to have you on here. So uh, as you know, everybody gets the same questions. So Ansley, get us started. So, Rusty, what situation or event did you learn the most information from? Uh, for me, that's like a super easy one. Because when I was 13, uh, my parents brought me, who were already divorced, brought me to a Starbucks. And I assumed they were going to tell me like some like weird shit because they've never been seen in the same room. They were like Batman and Bruce Wayne at that point for me. Okay. Uh, and they got together. I was like, something's going down. And uh, they brought me to a Starbucks and they gave me a latte and they said... Uh, so your dad's not your dad. You're actually a sperm donor baby. And then they proceeded to explain all of how that works. Like they're like, like de describing how a robot impregnates your mom and why that doesn't make your dad not your dad. Uh, and at the time, I was just like, like grenade, like flashbang in my head. Mm -hmm. Just like all I heard was just like robot fucked your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And they gave, was that your first latte as well? Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I think they were just like, you're going to be a man now. Yeah, <laughs> like right? They were like, time to, time to have a, a fucking coffee. Yeah. Wow. I think it, they just wanted to make sure I was like, literally, I think they wanted to make sure that I was like paying attention. So like, take some caffeine, wake up a little bit. You yeah. listening? All right. Okay. So if you don't mind me asking, uh, between your mom and your dad, which one was Bruce Wayne? Which one was Batman? Oh man, so that's like that. That could really go either way. My mom's the good one. My dad's the bad one. I want to say Batman would be the good one. You know what I mean? But I bet Bruce Wayne's a better dad than Batman. Um, hmm. that's a good question. But it, Batman had all like his Robins that he took care of. Bruce my, Wayne you know didn't what? take care Let's of make anybody. this easy. I had yes. better toys in my mom's house than my mom's Batman. She's a good oh, okay. one. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's an easy Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very easy Batman. Now, when you found out that you were a, uh, that your father wasn't your father. Yeah. Was he still Bruce Wayne to you? Uh, you know, it, it honestly like relieved a lot of pressure from me because he was like, like he literally had been my coach and benched me like many times. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was like, Oh man, I don't have to impress this guy at all. Like the, it, it was, uh, at that point I was so far behind that it was easier to be like, Oh, I can just give up on that. Mm. Like, <laughs> nice. Well played. Do you ever, um, 
like do you know who the sperm donor was no so that's actually messed up so i'm like i was born in 93 right i imagine there was like a way to get records for stuff but my family went through like a double blind study where it's like all we know is like the basic genetic like he had brown eyes that's why you have brown eyes yeah but uh (laughs) for the most part yeah no i've had to figure everything out the hard way just like losing my hair and be like he was bald (laughs) (laughs) oh is that is that something that you do like every time like you find a new quirk about yourself you're like oh my dad must have been i i I try to i i don't like to think about uh (laughs) uh him and my mom combining too hard but uh you know what i mean it's i gotta separate out my mom from the equation and then be like all right well no one on my mom's side's bald so he's bald (laughs) Mm. play guess who okay (laughs) uh and and this is this is an absolutely insane question but from the bottom of my heart i want the answer okay when the robot impregnated your mom yeah (laughs) like how how fast like like what is the the like like how 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 fast do they shoot it into her? Honestly, honestly, I did a little bit of research. Again, not too much because it because I your need potato to, cannon. Yeah, <laughs> a t-shirt, a t-shirt gun. Yeah, <laughs> you get a rusty, and you get a rusty. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure that the machine part is just to make you feel like it's more scientific, and it's really just a turkey baster. I'm pretty sure it's just like oh, like they get like the the robot that diffuses bombs in there and it grabs a turkey <laughs> yeah. baster. Okay, so it's not a so they inject it into the egg. They don't like shoot a bunch of sperm in there and like hope the fastest no, one. They know. definitely do that. Yeah. Are they they wait? They do both. Are yeah, they, I, they I, inject? I, are they? I I have a, a vague, slightly repressed memory of my mom saying something like like she received like 10 times the amount of active semen as like a, a natural pregnancy. Damn, mom. <laughs> Humble brag much, mom? It's like that scene in iRobot where the factory lights turn on and there's like 10,000 robots. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. And they dive in my mother. <laughs> okay. So if you had to, uh, if you had to sum up what it was that you learned from that experience, how would you contextualize that? Oh, uh, it, it was sick, actually, because I, like I said, my mind like went flashbang like halfway through the conversation. So all the stuff they said about how it makes my dad still my dad even more so because he chose to have me mm-hmm. like none of that stuff sunk in. Like I realized that later, like tripping on acid being like my dad was this years old when he let a robot fuck his wife. Like, <laughs> and right now I'm toast eating Lunchables with my fingers. Like, yeah, it was the cuckbot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cuckbock uh, 92. Well, you were born in 93. Yeah. Said? So <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining it was the Cuckbock 92 model. Yeah. They definitely didn't spring for the most advanced. Look no. At me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I'm sorry. You were, you were saying. Oh, yeah. No, it just uh, immediately just kind of broke off as like, oh, I guess it really doesn't matter who you think people are in relation to you. You mm. know what I mean? Like, it's kind of just a one to one individual thing. Like, I thought of it, like, if my mom was my neighbor, she'd be my favorite fucking neighbor. Like, uh, okay. like, if my dad was my neighbor, I'd be like, yo, make sure your ball doesn't go in that dude's yard. He's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, as should be what everyone's dad is. Right? (laughs) Weird guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think my, I think, you know, if my son, if my, if my kids watched another kid's ball, 
come into our yard, they would immediately look at me like, oh my God, what is he going to do? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> what is he going to do? Well, only because they're worried you're going to Uncle Rico it. You're like, you want to see me throw this over the mountains? <laughs> yeah, I might eat it. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I, you, you got to keep them guessing, Rusty. <laughs> I don't want people thinking they could just throw balls in my yard. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. All right. So that's, uh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah appreciate that. What were you going to say? Oh, no. I was going to say, like, that's why, like, this podcast has always been one that I'm like, eventually, hope to go on that. Because this is the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, like, all of my jokes are, like, kind of me trying to go through these questions anyway. I would love to be able to talk it out with you. Hell, yeah. Well, we're going to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's yes. fucking do it. So, from here on out, we're going to pop open Rusty's chakras. From yes. the bottom chakra up, he knows it. Now, you're going to know it, too. The bottom chakra is located in and around the butthole. Rusty, are you okay with that? I give consent. All right, we're getting that. Let's get in that ass. Okay. (laughs) Rusty, how did you learn to overcome fear? So fear, I don't think is something that you need to overcome. I think it's something you need to to learn how to rock with. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, You ever heard the Mike Tyson quote about fear? Uh, Said fear is like fire. Uh, You need a little bit to cook your food, but uh, too much of it, then you burn your fucking house down. Ooh, Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I actually heard Mike with the wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was trying to whisper in that guy's ear. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had another one, which is uh, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. Yeah, he has a ton of quotes. Like, yeah. there's like a whole Instagram page. It's just like his quotes, and they're always very like oh, make yeah. you think. He does take a lot of swings at it, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. He, does. he doesn't always nail it. Like, there's one I use it, but it's not maybe his best. But it's um, I'll eat your baby. I'll eat your family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, the wisdom of Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you till you love me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fuck you till you love me. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> my, Mike Tyson was a big fixture in my household. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the only impression I can do. <laughs> All right, so you're rocking with fear. Yeah, so so uh, that that's something that, like, I, but I guess that is overcoming it to learn how to, like, walk with it in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, fear comes from this idea that uh it's going to change everything right because i think that some people get excited about some change but no one gets excited about changing everything Mm -hmm. and if you are excited about changing everything that's like probably some sort of midlife crisis right yeah like there's like even living to 18 and getting out of your folks house you should be enough in your life that you don't need to start over i don't know uh so for me, I learned how to walk with fear by uh, kind of turning into this like multiverse brain shit where it's like, so, you know, I was afraid my gramps is going to die. You know what I mean? I was so like, you killed him? <laughs> <laughs> is that where this is going? <laughs> I'm going to need my multiversal lawyer for this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I started to think like, damn, honestly, like there's so many times he could have already died in the time i've known him mm-hmm. let alone like he could have died before i ever met him and then i wouldn't exist and i started to like big brain it out enough that i was like damn anything that i fear is already like fucking probably could have already happened to me and i'm lucky huh. that it hasn't happened yet yeah yeah interesting if, if I, there's no way i was ready to face any of the fears i faced yesterday uh, fucking a week ago you know what i mean well, so how, i'm happy i was just me when the fears come how to does fruition the, how does the multiverse account for the fact that a robot cucked your dad right because which grandpa were you worried about dying like your, your oh my mom's side 
Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, no. I had that thought too, yeah, and then that, I was okay. like. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. My 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 dad side kind of got nine eleven down my mind. Thanos uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> just took him out. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "Your dad's not your dad," and I was like, "And my cousin's not my cousin." It's like, it a second plane. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Wait, hot cousin? Are you talking about a hot cousin? A hot lady oh, cousin? Oh no, I. Uh, <laughs> oh. No, no attraction to any of my cousins. Uh, though some of them, some of them might be hot for all I know. Okay. Never well, no, it. no. Those are my sperm donor cousins. I'm referring oh, to now. Oh, gotcha. Oh, you might have like, hot cousins. I was like, yeah, I could have the sexiest fuck. My 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 fucking girlfriend could be my cousin, dude. Mm. I need it, to get that. that I need to get that yeah. fucking twenty three and me in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I were you, I would only do interracial dating. <laughs> well, if I was me, I would only do interracial dating. What am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and every universe, man. I am the multiverse interracial dater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you got this multiverse brain. You're, you're compartmentalizing all the things that could happen. Yeah. And that helps you deal with what is happening. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I was uh, afraid of, of making an ass out of myself a lot. Right. And that's something that um, you kind of carry with you because that could always still happen. That's like a brain. Like, embarrassing yourself is a brain aneurysm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that could happen anywhere at any fucking time. And just realizing that, oh, shit, the fact that I'm, you know, I'm friendly enough with you guys to get invited on the podcast and like if I fucking go on and make an ass out of myself well, it's like well you know well, it was gonna happen eventually I guess <laughs> yeah and I would thank you so much <laughs> I think that's what we want <laughs> um so can you remember a time in your life when you were the most scared the most scared I've ever been uh <laughs> was uh, not getting arrested. It was actually when it, instead of bringing me in to be arrested, the cop decided to call my mom. Mm. Mm. Okay. Because well, that was clearly enough information. So no follow up questions. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty, how did you get arrested? Uh, I mean, so this time I didn't get arrested. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 uh, it, it's pretty embarrassing actually. So I uh, went to Rowan University, right? Mm -hmm. And I was such a fucking stupid hipster kid when I was graduating high school. And in my mind, I was like, see you guys never again. I'm going to school 30 minutes away <laughs> 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 with intellectuals. <laughs> and we got there and they were like, time to do the icebreaker game. Everybody get in line and pass the hula hoop. And I was like... No, I went to baby school because <laughs> like, I'd only seen college on TV, man. I thought it was going to be like I yeah. get there and Where are the titties? Know, yeah, walk right into <laughs> yeah. a frat party. I thought well, I thought it was going to be like frat parties down one street and the other street was going to be like scientists. And I was going to be like, oh, yes, I've read that book, like, <laughs> which I had read like five of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all books, five of all books. Um, no, but, uh, I got there and I was like, uh, this is just more high school. Mm -hmm. And I was so mad at myself and everything for, for even thinking things would be different. I was like, I'm still going to even have to see my friends again. Mm. <laughs> I'm not even going to get new ones. So I went to my car and I started smoking weed in the backseat and I was watching Netflix on my phone and eventually it got dark and a cop saw the light in my car and he came to, to make sure I wasn't uh, breaking in, I guess. Uh, and he opened the door and I'm sitting in there and he tries to yank me out of the car and I like thought back and I was like no 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 no." he's like no you have to get out I was like can I just put on pants first because <laughs> I, I was sitting there in just a t-shirt in the back seat of my car smoking weed uh, wait wait 
No underwear? No. You were Donald Duckin in the back of your car just, smoking weed? Just temporarily. I had, I had spilled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I thought it was crazy at first, but yeah. it was only temporary. It was only <laughs> temporary. Okay. No, I'm not, I'm not like, like that forever. That's not my costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> new me? New college? <laughs> yeah. So were you, were you changing in the car, or that's how you watch Netflix in your car? No, I, uh, <laughs> I had spilled on my pants, and like I had spilled water on them, and my underwear and shit so i was wearing sweatpants everything was wet so i I just had them on the the fucking uh what are they the vents of my car air drying those puppies no yeah (laughs) no (laughs) i mean yes but no (laughs) that that is that's not the the plan i i in my mind like my (laughs) car was like a living room on wheels i was like this is just my house like i left college at that day and went to my house it just happened to be in a parking lot at the college okay so uh (laughs) i was lounging out max i was i was watching some netflix literally butt naked no, well, yeah, only butt naked. Literally butt naked. Only no butt nipples. Naked. No nipples. <laughs> no nipples. No bottom nudity. Cop pulls you out. Did you get? Did he allow you to put? Yeah, yeah. He said, "Jesus Christ, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was he a real cop or was he a campus security man? So that's the thing is he was campus security, right? <laughs> that's that's why he didn't. I didn't get brought in on this, yeah. right? Because he said he didn't want to ruin my whole college career over it. Uh, yeah, right. He was probably more worried about losing his job. Yeah, yeah. pulling a naked student out, yeah. <laughs> touching a naked student. <laughs> That's not yeah. a good look, dude. No, <laughs> That's actually hilarious. It's like, <laughs> just be like, oh man, this is my first day on the force. Yeah. <laughs> I already got in trouble for calling it the force. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now I'm a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, and then they called your mom. Yeah. Because what, what, did they make you tell her, like, Mom, I was sitting butt naked, what, <laughs> smoking did, a lot of weed? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get ready for what kind of phone calls I'm going to get. that sounds like a cautionary tale for smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Next thing you know. <laughs> it was like, weed isn't that bad of a drug. Oh, you don't think so? My cousin Rusty. <laughs> you just do it as one of those commercials where they just drop you into a scene of like an accident, and it's just like fr- from the fucking feet up my body. <laughs> you see me in handcuffs and just a t-shirt. Can I get my underwear off the vents? <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah. What? So you did you did they tell your mom or did you tell your mom? They told my mom. Okay, so uh, that was that was so that Man. was the problem was he that he decided he was just going to call my mom so that she knew where her money was going. That's what she said. That's mm. what he said. Uh, so he calls my mom and I see him talking to her. It's like the first day of college. This is not even. This is like the orientation. Like, like, <laughs> like this she had is. Just dropped, oh no, you just driven there because it's yeah, only thirty minutes. Yeah, I drove minutes. there. I yeah. drove there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> he just left the house. He just kept <laughs> saying bye to his yeah. mom. See you, mom. I'll call you as soon as I settle in. <laughs> the, the, the kiss on my cheek was still fresh. <laughs> I hadn't even wiped it off yet. <laughs> no, so uh, uh, they call my mom, right? And the problem was, I, I'm. This whole situation's insane. You know what I mean? So I'm, yeah, I I'm, I'm like, like cackling, laughing because yeah. it's just, it's too ridiculous to happen. I'm a fucking idiot. And uh, he, he looks up at me from the phone call and I'm laughing at it. And I go, uh, so what did she say? But I'm still laughing. And he goes, 
you disrespectful little shit. And he fucking clicks dial again and he calls her and then he tells her to come pick me up. Mm. Right. And waiting for that was like the most scared I'd ever been because I realized that anytime I had been scared for my physical safety or for anything like that, uh, I, it was kind of like a one-to-one thing and it just affected me. Mm -hmm. But I now had to wait 30 minutes for my mom to get there. And the whole time I'm like, damn, do I even go to college anymore? <laughs> like, like, does my mom even want to be my mom anymore? <laughs> like, like, I, I, oh, yeah. dude, that was, that was brutal. And that, cause that was also the, one of the only times I've seen my mom cry in a way that I was like, oh, damn, you're a real person who's hurt. <laughs> like, I was like, damn, dude, this transcends. I upset my mommy. <laughs> like, Aww. yeah, man. This is way worse than not doing the dishes. I would <laughs> rather have my mom come identify my dead body. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. To yeah. pick you up fucking Winnie the Pooh style. <laughs> Stoned out your ass. Okay. I feel like I need to go tell our kids to never like Winnie the Pooh style. Like, yeah, dude, if you spill water doing. on your pants, they will dry. <laughs> Just be patient. <laughs> and fear chakra popped. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. New fear unlocked for me. <laughs> but fear chakra popped. Yeah. I mean, I've, ne- I've never been more terrified as a parent. <laughs> Of like all the possibilities of all the phone calls you can get. Well, that's the thing is because like keep in mind, I was Mr. Big Shit, like fucking like I'm so smart, I'm an adult, I'm gonna go into the world now, peace, mom. And like the last time she saw me, she thought that I was gonna go get my degree and like start a family and stuff. She thought she wasn't gonna hear from me for months. Mm. Hours later, picking me up. And bringing me a new pair of pants. Yeah, you went straight into a midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> you, if you had a like a male prostitute, it would have been, like, <laughs> dude, you would have been like a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> and for sure, a chakra popped open. Yeah. Thank you again for sharing that. That That's is good. now tattooed in my brain. Yep. Ansley, keep it moving. Yes. Okay. We are to the pelvis chakra. So, Rusty, this is a segment we like to call my bad. It's an opportunity for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. Well, can I apologize to the material that your car seats were made out of back then? (laughs) 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 But now now you go ahead and do one. (laughs) You should apologize to my cheeks, dude. That was a 2001 Saturn Ion. I think I still have fibers in my ass. (laughs) asbestos no. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> so oh yeah yeah oh so, so uh, uh can you repeat the question sorry i just got space thinking about my own ass um it's an opportunity for you to apologize to a person place or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral oh my goodness we just got done doing rusty's chakra poppers after dark on the patreon and you gotta see it it is going to be $1 that you spend that you are going to thank yourself for the rest of your day. I promise you, it is such a good time. Rusty, did you have fun? Please do. Please buy the episode for a dollar. I might actually buy a few copies if I could, like yeah, newspapers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. I wa- it's, a, it's a great representation of having a great time. <laughs> for sure. For sure. 
$1 gets you all of our exclusive content on our Patreon, which not only includes the counter to this podcast, which we call Shocker Poppers After Darks, <laughs> where Rusty just crushed it, but we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Ansley's Jiu-Jitsu matches. Also, check out Big Boy Mountain. That's Rusty's podcast that he does with Jeff Colella. He also has some roast battle stuff coming up. And it was one more thing. Uh, just I always work with Rob Cruz and Danny Dubs over at uh, Good Boy Comedy. They're we're doing working on a web series that soon we're going to start talking about. I'm going to help them out with uh, some uh, field trip and filming. Hell yeah. yeah. So yeah, now we're going to get back to this episode and find out who or what Rusty has to apologize to. <laughs> Beautiful. I just picked up one and it's eating at my soul. Oh, okay. It's a, 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 again, I'm going to make it not as convoluted. So... I know somebody who I would call a friend who apparently had schizophrenia and they were arrested for, uh, they they stabbed their mom to death. They're arrested for stabbing their mom, right? Mm -hmm. It's a a whole thing. They're in jail, right? So for a little while, I was talking to them on the phone every week and... (laughs) They, they'd snapped out of their fugue state or whatever, and they're like, oh, fuck, I'm in jail. Can, can you just, like, tell me about, like, life and what's going on? And after so many weeks of being somebody's only form of entertainment, which, as you know, is a lot of pressure on a comic to be like, like, you're fucking, you're headlining this bitch. We're all here to see you. Yeah. Like, she would wait all week long to hear whatever I had to say for 20 minutes. And I, uh, I, I did at one point, tell her that uh someone i dated had just gotten married and i was like dodged a bullet with that one honestly it was just fucking conversation anyway she got super fucking annoying i stopped taking the prison phone calls because i was spending money and time to to, for, for this shit and it was a lot and she seemed like she was getting out soon so i was like you know good for you go live your life bud um but i guess Instead, she's now talking on the phone to the girl who had gotten married because I got a message from her the other day being like, hey, I've been talking to so-and-so and they suggested that I reach out to you and see how you've been, smiley face. <laughs> she's still trying to get that material from you. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure that what happened is fucking prison chick is a little chatty Kathy, a little prison snitch or some shit. Yeah. And and I think that she's just trying to stir up some juicy drama because talking on the phone is her only soap opera that she has to watch. So she gets she gets this girl who I dated for like a week on the phone. And uh oh my God. So I had said some very specific things about her. I'm trying to be delicate Wait, about, about it. the prison the married chick or girl. The, the, the married, married girl. girl. Okay. Right? So you were talking shit. Oh yeah. For sure. But like, you know, I mean that you I had pressure on me to entertain. <laughs> and also too, you must like you you have to feel like that like if you're talking shit to a person in prison, that shit is going into the vault. For sure. Exactly. You know, like, like a literal lockbox. I'm box. impressed that she like could call like like so she had to somehow get in touch with this other person and be like, Will you accept my collect calls? Mm. And then like Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so I it, it's just kind of I guess worked out for where where she found she found her fucking lifeline to call. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Uh, it's impressive. Uh, dude who wants to serve a million years. Um <laughs> fucking, <laughs> Hey, so do you I, know if Rusty has a new five minutes? Could you uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's it like? What's he opening with these things? <laughs> <laughs> That's dude, in my mind, 
I'm basically talking on a tin can and a string yeah. to a, essentially a schizophrenic person who, as far as I know at the time, is never getting out of there. Yeah. And I'm just trying to fill time. It's like if you're hosting Funniest and they're taking time to count the votes and you just got a fucking riff, baby. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm just riffing to fill time. Scrolling on Facebook. Oh, so-and-so got married. I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was dead and gone. Yeah. But the very specific things that you told her were that this chick uh, who used to be a fun festival girl who like partied and like smoked and shit uh, got married and uh, to a guy who had found God after his DUI. And so now she uh, found God secondhand, which is the most boring way to find God. And that she traded in her personality for a dog with one eye. (laughs) (laughs) And that she looked like the ghost of an Amish virgin in her wedding dress. And you did, did it, did it cross your mind to say, Oh dude, she's a schizophrenic. She's probably made that shit up, but you were just like, that's the thing is towards the end. Like that's when she started to get more annoying. When I said all that stuff, it was towards the beginning where mm. I'm just trying to entertain this girl, right? Towards the end, she's like full salient. She's calling me and she's just like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking sick of being in jail. This sucks. Yeah. Like, like I want to get out of here. So like at this point, she's just bored. Like, yeah, but I, so I guess what I'm asking is like, did you, you found out from the married chick? The married chick messaged me. Yeah. She but, married, messaged me. Oh, uh, so-and-so said that I should reach out to you uh, and, and see how you've been, smiley face. And I was like, Oh, I've been good, you yeah. know, doing the comedy thing, living in Philly, life's good. And she's like, that's great. And she started like basically subtweeting, like responding to all of those terrible things I said without ever addressing them. Mm. Like, yeah, I got married. We had a rustic style wedding. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, yeah, Amish ghost style. <laughs> yeah, I'm also impressed that whether jail girl convinced married girl, married girl to confront you or like, like why like what conversation they had that married girl was like i'm calling him or texting him i don't know and that's the thing is like i was just riffing like playing it up like i have no idea fully what i said i just remember those things because as soon as i was reading her her like reverse ransom note i was just like (laughs) oh i i remember kind of talking shit on that wedding uh yeah so uh who is your apology to uh, it, it's uh, to my girlfriend for Your current girlfriend. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mallory, I love you. You're the love of my life. I'm sorry that I talked to a girl that I dated in high school who's in prison for killing her mom under the guise of schizophrenia. Not guise, under the effects of schizophrenia. <laughs> I'm not making any accusations <laughs> about a girl who. I was really into I shouldn't have said any of that I love you I don't care about these chicks why am I talking to prison girls yeah and why are we even talking about this we're moving on yeah. <laughs> Mallory we what who I, we didn't talk about any of that yeah come <laughs> what on are we talking now. about yeah <laughs> my I, bad so I, I just like I needed I needed to tell my girlfriend about all that still uh, but I haven't gotten around to it yet so you know this kind of covers it you're preemptively apologizing I'm practicing it's been eating at my soul okay (laughs) i'm not calling the prison girl and i'm not calling my fucking married ex i'm i'm gonna go home and tell my girlfriend about (laughs) all right there we go well uh ansley if you don't mind me asking you are a lady here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how was that apology um 
I would give you a hard time for a little bit, but like on the inside, I'd accept it. But I'm gonna make you. Well, she knew I was talking to the prison girl. She knew you. Yeah, were, okay. she knew about that because like I'd get the phone call and be like, "Sorry, I it, I just got put in the penalty box for 20 minutes." Like, ah, okay, okay. Yeah, I feel like I would be. I I feel like if I knew you were talking to a schizophrenic that murdered her mom and then you wanted to stop, I'd be like, "You can't stop now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have to talk with her until she dies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. If, until we're for sure she's not going to kill me. Well, yeah. The, 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 the prison phone card ran out. And then I was like, damn, dude, I couldn't bring myself to put in the effort to hop back on that horse. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, my bad, Mallory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry for involving you in the criminal underworld. <laughs> Good luck in the future. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Watch your back. <laughs> Everything's fine. And uh, well, chakra popped. Yes. <laughs> yes. The chakra popped. Yeah, and a statue of limitations on a table. <laughs> All right, Ace, keep it moving. All right, Rusty, we're to the gut chakra. How do you move past disappointment either in yourself or in loved ones? Well, I, ooh, you know, I've heard the question on air, but being asked it with the eye contact is, mm-hmm. is, is a lot tougher. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel like I would be on Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'd freeze a lot. Because yeah. Like I look at them like, how are they not kidding this? It's King Tut. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think that uh, my solution to grief, and it wasn't, it was a, f- uh, well, I just uh, uh, kind of spoiled you, yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Dis- yeah. Disappointment. <laughs> huh? Disappointment. Well, so, no, that's, that's the thing. It's like, um, oh, I guess you do ask about grief in a moment. But, uh, yeah. uh, Very next question. To, to me, <laughs> but but uh, to me, disappointment is like the most pure digestible form of grief, right? Because it's like, you know, when you actually grieve something, you, it's like a, a thing that was for a long time and died and is gone. You know what I mean? But like little disappointments, it's, it's something that only had like a little lifespan in your head, like with that multiverse shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. So... <laughs> how I get over it or how I tried was by getting into stand-up comedy. And unfortunately, stand-up comes with a lot more disappointment, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably the most. <laughs> so I think, that the, I think that the only thing that's worked for me in dealing with disappointment in my situation is by working kind of like on myself stuff you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like if i'm not comfortable with where i'm i am i'm like all right let's let's achieve a personal goal here you know what i mean if i don't think i'm gonna uh impress or get any bookings off this show it's just some show in the middle of nowhere all right let's work crowd work baby like like if if i can't achieve a bigger goal then I, i i make it all right what small silver lining can i pull out of this disappointment in myself that's the harder one right okay because how it, it, it's not just that you're d- I'm disappointing me, I guess. This isn't funny at all. <laughs> but it, it's not just that I'm disappointing myself. It's that uh, I feel fucking stupid because I even thought the thing that is now a, not happening. So it's not even the disappointment that bugs me in that case. It's feeling so fucking dumb yeah you're like geez God, what was i even thinking is that yeah. is that what we're talking yeah, no 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 like it, you it, kick rocks it, it's being <laughs> like the me who thought that dude is such a pussy i could kick that dude's ass like i i, I get embarrassed about even being that person previously 
Yeah. And that overcomes like, like (laughs) that makes it so that I need to just kind of separate myself from the situation and be like, is this me or is this just this moment here? So wait, you get mad at yourself for even aspiring to do something? Yeah, well, like, so if I aspire to do something and fail, like, I went into Philly's Funniest Art Competition here at Helium, right? Yeah. And, and I wanted to advance, and I did not do that. I wasn't disappointed that I didn't advance. I was uh, disappointed in myself for latching on to an outcome instead of being in the moment. You know gotcha. what I mean? Gotcha. That's the real disappointment. So Sorry, I, I, that's why it was a yeah, big yeah, idea, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was hard for me to kind of wrap my own head around. Because what, what it sounded like originally is that you would have said, I was disappointed for ever thinking that I could advance in the first place. No. But that's not what it was. You were disappointed for putting so much value on the outcome. Yeah, every moment is a crossroads, right? Like, I, I feel like I in my head, I'm like, like, it's fucking Plinko, baby. Like, I need to approach every peg, like, I could go in every direction. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm like, shoots and ladders. Oh, no, I'm falling down four. And, and, and that's just not the way it is, you know? Yeah. So, so uh, when I'm disappointed in myself, the way that I get over that is by saying, I'm not disappointed in me. That was just a moment in time mm-hmm. where the outcome didn't happen. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Uh, and, and trying to, to, trying to be like, all right, it's a new moment. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a new crossroads. Okay. So can you, is there, I always like to ask this question in this section, but the, was there, uh, like if you played sports or did any type of performance art, was there any sort of, uh, within those contexts, was there any sort of disappointment that still lingers to you, with you this, to this day? My only disappointments that, that lingered uh, from my youth uh, evaporated with, with my girlfriend, the love of my life, because uh, I, I realized all of my disappointments came from my relationships with women. Like, like yeah. just like, like not thinking I was good enough, like playing, like I was always playing, like I was down by like 12, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, you were simping. Yeah. Not even simping so much as like, in my mind, I was like, damn dude, I'm fucking lucky to be here. And it, it was just super off putting. Like I wouldn't yeah. go out of my way to do things for girls because I didn't want to, I didn't know what simping was, I guess. Yeah. But I was like, damn, dude, I'd look so fucking stupid if I gave her this present and she thought it was dumb, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, so <laughs> for me, it, it was like erectile dysfunction of the heart. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you had a limp heart. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get it up, huh? <laughs> yeah, my, my ventricle was sagging. <laughs> yeah. I get that. No, I, I, yeah. and it was hard to be like, I struggle with being in the moment, like I said a second ago, man, uh, in a very, very mixed up way. But uh, for me, being in a relationship was impossible because I would never let myself be in the present with that person. Yeah. I would always be like a couple steps behind or ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, trying to figure out like, okay, how can I, how can I make up for these disadvantages? And it's like, damn, dude, I'm not even being me right now. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm a bad curator of myself, a bad coach of myself too, dude. I shouldn't be in charge of this team. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, that's uh, you, were you going to say something? No, no, I, that made sense. Yeah. I mean, cool. like, right, cool. like, yeah. like we can't, it like, took me a minute, but like, it made a lot of sense. I like how you explained it. So yeah. d- for the sake of, if you want to <laughs> be able to cut any of that out, I'll say now that I have a better understanding of it, when, I, when I'm disappointed by my situation or by other people, right? 
boom, that's easy because I can go inside myself, set a goal, and find a silver lining. Yeah. When I'm disappointed in myself, that means I failed one of those goals I set for myself. Yeah. And the only thing I can do at that time is realize that it's not me that failed. It was just a moment in time that was not what I pictured. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. absurdism, like Albert Camus said, it's, it's fucking interesting that anything should happen at all. Like I can't yeah. get caught up on like, oh man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> That's a chakra pop. Yes. Boom. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> it was easy, right? It was easy. Yeah. Chakra popped. All right. I Ace, keep it going. All right. We're to the heart chakra. So Rusty, what have you learned from grief? Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get that disappointment bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I've learned that grief is, and I, I kind of tease it, I guess, it's something that happens all the time, right? And it's, it's the permanence of it that kind of makes it stick with you. Like, it, I, I said that disappointment is a small grief, and then death, that's like true grief, because it's the death of of opportunity of the future mm -hmm. like it's one thing for for what you expected to die and now you're you have the new thing yeah. but for all possible outcomes to die my whole multiverse fucking crumbles right yeah uh, <laughs> uh so for me to get over grief in my life it, it, it comes back to what i said a second ago it, it's interesting that anything should happen at all right and without if, if you're grieving something that means that it meant something. It means that you were there for it, mm -hmm. right? And that's fucking makes it worthwhile. I, it would suck to not grieve something that you lost, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I guess grief is just kind of like a receipt for me. So, so for you, uh, grief is a reminder of what you loved about something or Absolutely. what you appreciated about yeah. something. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten hung up on a death. It's, it's those little ones, the disappointments that get me more because I feel stupid. Yeah. But, but a, a death means that, um, means that what I did experience actually mattered and means it was real. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just reminds you you have the capacity to love. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. If, 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 you know, I was forced to, you know, quit comedy and whatever, and the, I had to grieve the, the death of, like, the comedian I thought I'd be, you know, that's, yeah. that's one thing because they still could be at any moment. You could mm -hmm. be 80 years old and pick up the mic and everyone loves what you have to say and you're a comedian for a day, you know? Yeah. Uh, but when someone actually is dead and gone and all the opportunities and all those little multiverses I like kind of fucking get Thanos away. Uh, it's like, all right, well, at least I don't have it fucking gnawing at me. Yeah. That sense of humor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, man. I get that. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, like you, you don't get irritated by potential. Doesn't like when you see potential in yourself or other people and like, you're like, oh man, they might miss it. I don't know, Rusty. I think we might be different people. No way. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Uh, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I get, you, was the question disappointed by potential or irritated Irrit by potential? Ir irritated yeah. by uh, uh, potential not being met. Like, you, you don't see other people not meeting their potential and you're like, fuck, that bums me out. Well, I, I don't know what other people's potential is. Right. I know what I could assume is another person's potential. So I like growing up and this, and this, this is probably why I think this. So I grew up in an area where there were a lot of 
very, very tall, very, very unathletic people. Okay. And <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, so, so clumsy you grew up giants. <laughs> clump, very clumsy giants. I have a cousin that's a clumsy giant. Like our, my cousin that was uh, one of the pallbearers at, the, at my uh, stepmom's husband's funeral. Yeah. Right. He's like six ten, and okay. you know, not the most coordinated person. Uh, but he is one of those people that people are like, oh man, dude, if you played football, if I was your size, or if, you know, it was it yeah. was that towards it. But it was like he never had that potential. Like he never had, he only has height. <laughs> like he never had the potential to be a great athlete. But everybody on the outside looking in is like, oh man, he could have been, he could have been this, he could have been that. And because of that, because of seeing so many like f- unathletic freaks. Yeah. I'm you got desensitized like, to it. You're like, yeah. yeah. Or I got desensitized to the idea of being able to know somebody else's potential. Okay. I, I, I feel like that's so like, Maybe that's just like you have like a very like physical brain when looking at it. Mm-hmm. But like when I think about that, I think about like seeing somebody who uh, creates great art, but um, before they can actually make the art great, they uh, really want other people to like it. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, dude, just fucking finish the piece. Don't like I have a friend who shows me unfinished shit all the time. I don't think they've ever showed me a finished thing. Yeah. Fucking go and do it. Yeah, but to me, I would be like, to me, that would change the idea of what the potential could be. Do you, yeah. Does that make any sense? Because it's like, oh, well, they're not a finisher. So, like, in my mind, I wouldn't be like, oh, they have the potential to be such a great artist. It's like, oh, they don't finish anything. Damn. So, so, so <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're factoring in the, the debuffs, dude, who are like, oh, fucking minus 10 to Gryffindor, though, for that chess game. So... I don't know what any of that meant. <laughs> I apologize, but I'm going to say yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I, I, I can respect that. But uh, for me, it, it's like I've, I don't like seeing someone in their own way when they don't have to be because I feel like that makes it harder for me to navigate the world. If there's everybody fucking like driving around in circles on the fucking road, like that's just creating extra traffic. It's in my way. Like <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. But I would just go around them. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna waste time figuring out like, oh, they could be such better drivers. Like that's none of my business. You know, I just need to do what I have to do. It's the way I look at. It. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know what another person's potential is. Yeah, I can only. I feel like I can only. Uh, through my own lens in the context of my own life, assume their potential, but they might not even want the thing that I think they might have potential at. Well, that's true, but yeah. it's, it's the people who, who, who bang the drum for themselves and, and make too much noise for you to hear what they're saying, mm. that that's when it really gets me. I just feel like we see it all the time in comedy. People who uh, you know, want to put out their, their, clips that aren't even good but it's just the clip of the week you know yeah still get a lot of likes on it i see it likes are tight i see terrible clips with a lot of likes so but yeah i I get what you're saying you know but um yeah i think i just i just look at it a little differently that's it you know it's just like i i don't know what potential is like i don't know what any i don't like to me you i i can only rely on a person for things that they that they do like things that i have evidence of like i can i can't rely on somebody to do something i've never seen them do before you know? okay that's fair yeah so like 
so that that those patterns that I see, like the things that they are capable of or the things that I can rely on them for, uh, those patterns, I don't want to say determine their potential, but they definitely um, inform my expectations of them. So when you see a comic who you've seen do well a lot and mm-hmm. you see them have a bad set, they, they tried some different stuff, they had a bad set, you don't see it as like, uh, you know, you see it as like minusing points from their score no no they just tried something that didn't work okay yeah 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 you know but i again but that doesn't again so like they'll be a good comic but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have the potential to be like a world famous comic like there's a lot of things that have to line um, up line up and it's like they might not be lining those things up yeah it sucks that you can't fucking uh you can't settle on being great right yeah (laughs) yeah but heart chakra popped yes heart chakra for sure popped um, and, uh, just to summarize what it was, you, what, what was it? <laughs> well, do you remember his grief? The way he handles? Yeah. Cause it's different than a disappointment. Cause the grief is like a full death. Yeah. Of I, things. I, I think that like grief is like, it comes dealt with for me because yeah. it, it's, oh. it's more like confirmation that everything was fine. It reminds you know him I mean? that he's a human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, I he am not love. a Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> I do love. I'm hurt right now, which means I care. Yeah. yeah. All right. Back to playing video games. <laughs> well, well, how much would it suck? How much would it suck to have your, your someone you care about die, your, your grandpa die or whatever, and you're like, oh, shit. That didn't bother me at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if that would suck. No. I don't know. <laughs> you don't think it would suck to spend 30, 40, however many years of your life like being like, I fucking love that person. They're my person. And have them die and be like, ooh, I guess that's not what love was. <laughs> yeah. So here, here, here's another thing. So I, you know, I, I, I grew up in a very feral circumstances. Like my, my mom was a drug addict and she was, you know, all over the place very cool. a, as a person. It, it was kind of sick. We moved around a lot and stuff like that. Um, so I, I don't, I don't have like a, a strict idea of what a person should be. Like, I'm not like a person should grieve. If they knew a person for 30 years and a person dies, then they should grieve. Like, I don't, I don't have like, this has to be the case, right? For me, it's just like, well, it's going to be what's going to be. Like, what, what is, what, what happens is what's happening, right? Yeah. So like, I, I, I don't know if I would, um, like, I th- I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, my, my dad's uh, pretty old, right? And he's hopefully he dies before me. I, I and okay. it's, it's only it's only because because that's because that's where you were in line. It would suck if he cut you. It's also, he, he's also in his old age. He's he's getting very competitive about living. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's keeping score with all of the people that he lives longer than. So like every time like a person I you meant is, with you like well I mean I I would be one of them because like every time like a person dies before him he's like he's like putting one in the win column for himself. <laughs> right. And if I died before him, that might be a three pointer to him. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm not giving, he, you're not scoring off of me. <laughs> dude, that's but, an, that's an auto win, dude. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you know, you're, you're not going to get your wins over here. In, in anthropology, they say that, uh, like, uh, defining like success of being like a, of your species is producing kids that produce kids. Right. Yeah. So like, I feel like that's actually like the, the secret menu way to win the game is like actually producing a kid and then 
dominating them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're pretty yeah. sick, right? So, but I've been thinking about like, am I going to cry when he dies? And I don't know that I am. And, but I don't, I don't think that would mean that I don't love my dad. I love my dad. But part of me, because of the type of guy that he is, like he, he's an old fashioned guy. Uh, part of me would want to not cry for him because he would want it that way. Okay. You know? And then there's part of me that's like, well, we weren't like super close. You know, we, we only got like when, once we started developing a relationship later on in life, like it didn't develop into like this, this uber father son relationship, but it developed into what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm okay with what it is. You know, we have good conversations. Like I love him. He loves me. But like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be when he dies, but I already have decided not to put any weight on how I react. You just know you're not going to be gay. I mean, for his sake, (laughs) (laughs) for his sake, if I feel like if I like walked up to his casket crying, like from somewhere, he'd be like, pause. (laughs) Pause. The pause bearer. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. But for, for sure. But thank you for sharing that. Rusty, that was a heart chakra unlocked. And now we're going to move on to this next one. Ace, let's Crush get it. it. Yes, we are to the throat chakra. So, Rusty, what's a favorite lie you tell or have told in the past? Extra karmic points if it's still in rotation. Well, it, it probably still is in rotation because it, small town cops, I feel like they don't have a ton going on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- this is another arrest story, except I, I got out of this one myself. No mommies needed. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I, I slipped out of them cuffs myself. No, I, I, so we got stopped while rolling a, a joint of weed, right? Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clearing that for her. <laughs> <laughs> we were, uh, my buddy, I don't know why he parked us here. It was like literally like a dare commercial. He parked us underneath the only streetlight that was on at the end of this cul-de-sac, right? Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there and I rolled us a joint and I put the rest of the weed in my pocket. And immediately the cops roll up on us. And so I have to eat the fucking joint. And I'm like, this sucks. They, they, they thought we were going to like rob the place or something. Yeah. So they come, they say, we're going to search you guys. You know, we're going to get the dogs here. They take my, my buddy who was driving out of the car and they put him on the curb. And they're like, you got to give me something good or, or, or we're going to have to like search you guys. Like, like, what are you doing here? And Rusty, he, he doesn't have a real dad. He's his mom was fucked by a robot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, that, that would have worked for me as a cop. That's my second favorite lie is that I did actually get out of getting caught shoplifting by claiming my mom's not my mom. My dad's not my dad. I just don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 It you works, it dude. Used. Yeah. 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 You got to use it at least once. But uh, uh, so the cop, he was like, you got to fucking give me something, dude. And I was like, all right, you're right. We were we weren't here just pulled over looking for directions. The truth is we're gay and nobody knows it. And no matter how much you question him separately from me, he'll never admit to being gay. <laughs> and then like this cop, like he acted like I just com- confessed to a double homicide. Like he he was like, Whoa, whatever choices you make are your own choices, but you can't you can't let them 
involve lying to police officers. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that's that's fine. I'm sorry that we didn't tell you we were gay right away, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, we don't need to mention it anymore. <laughs> like, like he's like, turn this fucking body cam off immediately. Yeah, like, yeah like, this is a porno now. <laughs> Let me just turn this off. <laughs> So, uh, like, the great thing about this is that my buddy's sitting on the curb, and uh, I, I said, look at him with his beard and his manly facade. He'll <laughs> never admit to this. And he's sitting there going, like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> like, they called him over. I was like, yo, buddy, tell him, tell him about what we were doing here. And he was like, we were just putting in directions. I was like, see, tell him about Tell him about what we do with each other. He was just like, we just go places, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Wherever our heart takes us, we go. <laughs> we just need to stop to use the GPS first. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm yeah. just wearing a t-shirt. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. man. That's yeah, a good one. Full yeah, circle. that's great. Yeah, fun lie. Yeah. Fun lie, telling a cop you're gay to get out of eating weed. <laughs> I don't no, want to get in, weed. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get in trouble for eating a I, marijuana joint. <laughs> yeah, that's I, nice. It just it felt really good to not only lie to a cop and get away with it, but to do it while somebody is right next to the cop going, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, that's pretty sick. <laughs> All right. Chakra popped. Yes. That's a throat chakra pop. Quick and, nice. quick and dirty. Yes. <laughs> All right, Ace, keep it moving. All right, we are to the third eye chakra. So, Rusty, what is something that you've always thought of as separate, but as you've gotten older, you've learned it's really the same? I think you guys really have popped my chakras because I went from all tongue-tied and trying to process these big ideas to I feel, I feel aerodynamic right now. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so I, I always thought that uh, who I was and who I am were separate. I don't know why. That was something I struggled with for a long time. Yeah. It was like this idea of like uh, if – I succeed in doing this thing. Like I was on the track team throwing javelin. It was like, oh, I, I got to throw it a hundred yards and then I'll be good. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's like, all right, now I'm not that loser who couldn't get it over that mark anymore. Uh, but the truth is you, your failures are still there with you. Yeah. They're, you're, you're not the guy who no longer, you know, fucking shit himself at a party. Like you're just a guy who learned how to control his drinking because he learned from shitting himself at a yeah. party. <laughs> you're the a javelin thrower who can throw far but is a loser. Oh, dude, I could not throw far, dude. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, dude. I was, I was the fifth man, and then they got like a fucking baseball coach who was a real dick, and all the baseball players started quitting. They all joined the team. I got, Aww. I got pushed out of the fucking, I got pushed out of the whole rotation. They were like, no room on the <laughs> yeah. bus, dude. That's so funny. Like, you javelin's were, not a popular sport. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody's doing it. You may be the first person to ever been benched on the track team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They don't even have a bench. Yeah somebody, yeah, somebody took my spot on the javelin throwing team. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got fielded. I got tracked yeah. and fielded. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people struggle with that, though. They yeah. think that once they, they finish something, that it's done, and it's like, no, yeah. now you're the guy who finished it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That's a pretty clear cut. Yeah, 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 that was, and we've never heard that before. I like it. Yeah, no, that was, uh, was uh, 
Yeah, and it was succinct. Yeah. He is aerodynamic now. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel in tune with myself. Like, this is actually, like, yo, fucking, even the parts where I fucking wasn't crushing it, dude, this podcast has been therapy for me. Oh, I nice. love this, dude. Oh, yeah. That's $129, Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> we don't take your insurance, Rusty. <laughs> I think I have some drink tickets in my scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, chakra popped. For sure, a third eye chakra popped. Mm-hmm. Ace, let's go. All right, we're to the crown chakra. Rusty, what is one thing you can't give up and why? And what would giving it up mean? Like, I, I always wanted, like, specific clarity on this question. When it's something that I can't give up, do I mean, like, I've already considered giving it up and I've, I understand the consequences of it? Or I'm just like, don't even talk to me before I have my coffee, like. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I think it's, hmm. I guess something where we're looking for something maybe that you haven't considered giving up or maybe that you've considered giving it up and you know what that will mean, but you're not going to give it up. But yeah. You, you have an understanding. I, of- I, I think the easiest answer for me is uh, marijuana. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it's something that I considered was like slowing my thought process and like making me lazy and this and that. And what I realized is that it might do those things. But it's <laughs> <laughs> but but mom but and even though like literally everything I said tonight has been like yeah dude got arrested for smoking weed got really high before this podcast and forgot who I was as a person for a little bit like I'm but, just not uh, finding that out. <laughs> uh, well, I was just at Drew's house. I, have a fr- I actually I didn't smoke very much. I have a fresh rolled Montana waiting for me. Okay, uh, yeah. but uh. So, where was I? <laughs> oh, being uh, you high. On yeah. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me here yeah. on Earth. <laughs> so, so, for me, like, weed might make me lazy. It might make me stupid. It might make me all these things. But those are great negatives ha- to have compared to the person that I am without that safety blanket. Mm-hmm. Because I am just motivated (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine me motivated christ dude i already annoy people at my like lowest speed setting uh no man (laughs) i can't be motivated i refuse Um, no so like if if i don't smoke weed i can feel my 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 thoughts have a mouth feel you know what i mean like like i i can feel myself thinking and thinking about thinking and i can feel it swirling around Uh and i could i can feel myself thinking about the things that i missed paying attention to while i was thinking about other stuff Mm. and if i and then i get frustrated about it Mm. and so it like makes me way more hyperactive way more like angry way more confused i'm just not really I don't think the real me was meant to not be smoking weed. It's okay. weird. That's something that I had to like be like, well, you know, I am who I am and the weed changes that. And I'm like, no, I actually think it's like, you know, I also am blind without glasses, but I need these to function. What's the difference, right? Mm. Okay. It's like glasses for my brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking. Go ahead. Is your brain nearsighted or farsighted? Definitely. Wait, what's the one where you can't see far? Nearsighted. Uh, is nearsighted. Somebody with glasses just asked me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, fucking nearsighted, farsighted is shit that's 
for people who like want to have glasses but don't super need them when you fucking need glasses you're just like yeah i fucking need those like yeah. like yeah. like and it's just like it's like water dude you're like yeah give me that yeah things are blurry <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if they're far or close they're blurry everyone looks like japanese porn <laughs> they blur it all out oh yeah. <laughs> rusty i think on this record setting episode I think you set the record for most references that I didn't get. Oh, I'm sorry. So I know Ansley's lost. <laughs> Do you, I think the only thing she understood was that your name is Rusty, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. All right. So actually, yo, the Japanese porn thing, kind of interesting. I don't know if you ever heard this before. Probably not because we're already lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to GPS you there, though. Fucking... Do you know what like you know what hentai is, right? Like the anime porn. Sure. Like, like they, they draw it and stuff. It's cartoons, it's like tentacles and stuff, right? That all came because after well, it came because of jerking off, but it, <laughs> it, it came because uh after World War Two, Americans, we left a bunch of our fucking comic books over there at the same time that a new regime took over and imposed heavy censorship on their pornography and stuff. So they were like, Oh, well, what if we just like drew it as like Lois Lane and like instead of a dick, it was like a tentacle or whatever. And all of that came because we left our fucking comic books over there. Wow. Weird Japanese porn. It's like in, it's like when you introduce a new predator to an environment. Like yeah. we yeah. we brought fra- we like we brought cats to New Zealand and we fucking brought weird comic book porn to yeah. Japan. <laughs> But yeah. it, it was also like <laughs> that's what we do. It was like yeah. comic comic books and drop a bomb on them. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it is. Like, it's like a comic book origin Whoa. story for hentai. It is, yeah. 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 Do you think that was like a two pronged attack though, or like in the short term we'll fuck them up genetically with this atomic bomb, but in the long term we're gonna make their kids sexually autistic. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a more what have we done type of situation. <laughs> oh my god, we've created Godzilla. <laughs> there was just regular comic books yeah. over there and they mutated yeah. with the atomic yeah. bomb. Oh no, it's Godzilla. <laughs> we've created We've created Godzilla. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, I feel I, like everything paid off, dude. That's the all the all the griefs, all the failures, all the missteps <laughs> all along the way. They brought us here to Comzilla. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> we did it. We made it to Comzilla. How do you feel, Rusty? I feel great, dude. I feel like I could stomp a little Cumtown. <laughs> not not the podcast. No beef with Cumtown. Love you guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Man. Whew. So uh, and I, we didn't even ask you. You have time to stick around for the Patreon? Definitely. Let's do it. Hell yeah. And just so you know, $1 gets you all of our exclusive content, which not only includes the counter to this podcast, which we call two, oh no, Chakra Poppers After Dark. Yes. You know, but we also do some fight commentary and analysis of Ansley's Jiu-Jitsu matches, whether she wins or loses. And honestly, I have not gotten one up since we've changed the name. And I'm saying that out loud to force my hand yeah. to do that. And I'll be getting those up uh, pretty soon. And uh, Rusty, anything to promote? Definitely. Uh, My podcast is uh, Big Boy Mountain. You can find it at Big Boy Mountain with me and Jeff Colella. Uh, We riff, we rock, we have a good time. Uh, Working on some projects with Rob Cruz at Attention Horse. Check that out. And uh, just living life, baby. Yeah. A roast battle, August 25th. Lou would kill me if I didn't. We're doing, uh, we're bringing, you know, like the big roast battle, John? Mm-hmm. We're fucking getting that rocking in Philly. It's about time. 
The Hell meanest yeah. city of the, of the most brotherly love uh, gets involved. So fuck yeah, and we can check out all of those people that he just mentioned on this podcast. They yeah. all have episodes nice. on this podcast. <laughs> Good ones too. Yeah. So uh, all right, follow us into the Patreon so we can open up this guy's dark chakras if we didn't already. <laughs> 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 all right, we love you guys, and we are out. See ya.